I kind of stumbled on this whole digital real estate thing. And now I'm really focusing on it. I have been for the last two years. So that's what we're going to be breaking down. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Rock Your Brand podcast episode. Or if you're watching this or listening to this on Facebook for our coffee talk, welcome. I am excited today because we are going to be sharing something with you. I'm going to be breaking it down fully here. And it's what I'm calling the digital real estate blueprint. All right. And I'm going to be breaking this down. If you're brand new to the show and you don't know what digital real estate is, well, you're going to want to pay attention because this might open your eyes to something that you have not yet considered. It's something that I'm really excited about. I have been excited about it for the last two and a half years. And uh, I kind of stumbled on this whole digital real estate thing. And now I'm really focusing on it. I have been for the last two years. So that's what we're going to be breaking down. Now, before I do, before I do go any further, I've got two resources for you. Again, if you are if you're listening to this on the on the day that it airs, uh, this link will be available for you. If you're watching this live as I'm recording this, it may not be available as far as the download that I'm about to give you. All right, we are going to be releasing this digital real estate blueprint today, which I'm releasing this on March 16th. But if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's going to be in the future, probably about a week and a half, two weeks. It should be live. All right. So if you want to go grab a copy of the blueprint, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash blueprint. All right. And again, that is brandcreators.com forward slash blueprint. The other resource I'll give you is a workshop or a web class, as I call it, that we will walk you through the blueprint. And if you want to attend that, you can go to brandcreators.com forward slash workshop, and uh, you can attend that class there. All right. And they go hand in hand. And that brings me to the reason why I decided to create this digital real estate blueprint. One of the main reasons I decided to do it was because I wanted it to be a companion to our web class. And I also wanted it to be for someone that had no idea what this digital real estate thing was, because let's face it. We all know, we all know that real estate is awesome, right? Everyone would love to own real estate. Everyone's been talking about that for years. I mean, I remember years ago, uh, Carlton sheets years ago. And any of you that out there that, that remember Carlton sheets, I mean, he was the, the, uh, you know, the guy that was talking all about rental properties and building your wealth that way. And, you know, Obviously, over the years, new people have come in and started teaching this. Uh, Dean Graciosi, uh, you've got uh, Grant Cardone, like all of these bigger names have been, you know, building their wealth through real estate for the most part. Uh, now, of course, they've done educational things, and that's what's built a lot of their wealth as well. But a lot of times, they just feed it back into the real estate. So we all know that real estate is pretty awesome. Uh, now, I've dabbled in real estate over the years. I've uh, purchased uh, rental properties. Uh, I have did flips where you buy a property, fix it up and flip it. And my mo most recent is Airbnb. 
and I bought one Airbnb. It was, it's a lake house. I still own it. I've owned it for about four and a half years now. It's been fantastic. It's on the lake. So it's a, you know, it's in a niche market. It's on the upper end of the market, meaning, you know, it's, it's a premium property. So it's very expensive to stay there. I have a management company that handles it, but it took a lot of money to get that thing up and running. And I mean like 20% down, you've got a jumbo loan, you've got uh, you know, a management company you have to, you have to hire, uh, you have renovation that had to happen, all of that stuff, which is great. It's awesome. And it's working now and it's kind of working on autopilot. Uh, but it takes a lot of, a lot of resources, a lot of, uh, you know, things that maybe you don't have right now. Like I didn't have that, uh, you know, probably eight, 10 years ago that I could even do that. I had to build myself up to that. But in the meantime, we could be tapping into this thing, which is starting to become really a normal thing out there. It's what I'm calling digital real estate. And this digital real estate is where you can basically collect rent checks every single month and you don't have to have tenants. You don't have to have a physical property. You don't have to have inventory. You don't have to have any of that stuff. And so any of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know about this already, but I'm just trying to get people up to speed that don't know about it, but also maybe reminding you of what it is and, and why it is, uh, why it's so powerful really. And it's become really, really popular with investors out there and they want to buy these types of properties. All right. And there's all different kinds. Uh, but the one I'm talking about, I feel requires the least amount of work. It's something you can do on the side. You don't have to do it full time if you don't want to requires the least amount of work, uh, in the beginning, in the middle and in the end. All right. And I'll explain, I'll break it down. But the main reason why I decided to put this, this little guide out there, this book is I wanted to share the big idea. All right. I wanted this to be the big idea book where if you've never heard of it, but if you saw that in your newsfeed and you saw a book cover that said the digital real estate blueprint, and obviously in the tagline, it will, it would say, you know, how to build or create niche properties that, that earn passive monthly income, like traditional real estate, like something like that, that would get your attention, right? Anyone that is, that knows about real estate would be like, wow, what is this? I'm interested in that. Right? So for me, it's a lot of times when I'm talking to people, they don't understand the concept, but when I explain the concept, they're very interested right? Who wouldn't be? So that was the reason why I decided to put this into a guide. So I could give it out to people like you. I could give it out to people that attend any of our web classes. I could also advertise it as a lead magnet in the future of getting people, attracting the right people that now understand what this is. How can I put this into a guide that will allow people to consume it? Now, if you're listening to my podcast right now and you have something that you could put into a little guide like this and offer that as your big idea book or your concept or the thing that will help them understand what you teach or what you sell, it's a great idea, okay? This is typically what you want to do to attract the right people and repel the people that aren't the people that are for this product, okay? So for me, I'm always trying to find ways to attract the right people because I want the people that are interested to know this stuff, right? And to share this stuff. So it's a way for me to do that, all right? So that's the big reason why I decided to do this. And I can break it down so much easier in a guide, right? We can talk about traditional real estate. We can compare it to digital real estate. 
And then from there, we can explain what it takes to build one of these, right? So let me kind of take you through exactly before we get into the blueprint, because I'm going to break that down. There's like seven parts that I'm going to break down, but I'm kind of taking you through the book itself. Okay. And so the, the big idea is traditional real estate. We all know it's great. We all know that it can earn money. We all know that it can build wealth, but we also know that it takes money to be invested. It takes risk as far as putting money into a property, you know, making sure that everything is good, make sure it's in a good area that rents well, make sure that you have a management company, like all of these things. We know all that, but there's an upside to it too. We build equity in a property. We do all this stuff. We get that. Okay. So how does digital real estate come into the mix? Well, here's how it works in a nutshell. Okay. And even if you've listened to this before, I want you to listen again. Okay. Cause if you understand this, the light bulb will go off. Okay. So you create a simple website that is a resource for a niche. Okay. For a, a market, you get traffic over to the website through answering questions. Okay. That, that market has when the traffic comes to the website from Google, from Pinterest, from Yahoo, from wherever, right? Doesn't matter where the traffic comes from. We're just tapping into Google for the most part. Once that traffic comes in, now we get to rent. Aha, see, there's your real estate. We get to rent our digital space. And there's a few different ways that you can do this, but my favorite way and the most hands-off way is I let a media company that specializes in this and they find all of the companies that want to advertise on websites like mine. And I just hand it over to them and say, Hey, it's kind of like a management company. Hey, I've got this traffic. Here's what my content's about. You can advertise your companies that you think are a good fit here. And then they're going to pay me per thousand impression. Okay. So a thousand impressions will equal what I will get paid. So that's going to vary. Okay, that can range from $10 per thousand visitors all the way up to $45, $50. I've even seen it as high as $70 in some niches. But on the average, I'm seeing it $25 to $35 on average, okay, across multiple niches, okay? So an example of this would be if you are getting, you know, anywhere from, and again, if it's going to range, but if you get anywhere from, you know, 40,000 visitors per month up to 70,000 visitors, it's going to range between $1,000 and $1,500 per month. Now, if you've ever looked at a piece of rental property, okay, here we're going to compare the two now. If you've ever looked at a piece of real estate, okay, that you're going to rent, and let's just talk long-term rental. Let's not even talk about Airbnb at this point. Let's talk about long-term rental. Long-term rental, meaning you're going to buy a house, you're going to get it rentable, and then you're going to rent it to a tenant until they decide to leave. Okay. Maybe it's a year at a time. You do a year lease. Okay. Typically an investor will want to buy the property. Okay. They'll want to put the as least amount of money down, but usually it's going to be 20% down. Sometimes you can get in for 10%, but let's say it's 20% down. So let's say it's a, it's a hundred thousand dollar house. Just keep the math simple, which it would be probably 200,000 in today's market, but let's just say a hundred thousand dollars. That's going to be $20,000 out of pocket. Then a little bit of fix up there. Let's say $5,000 there. So now we're at 25 grand and we are going to have to now find a company to manage that property, which they're going to take a percentage of my rents. And I have to do all the math. And at the end of the day, okay, after I got my 30 year mortgage, I got my taxes, I've got utility, you know, type, well, the utilities that I would pay for, which might be water in, in this case, maybe not depending. Um, usually it's taxes though. You know, you're 
hoping that you can net, hoping that you can net three to $500 per month. That's what you're hoping for. So let's just say it's great and it's $500 net per month. And again, remember, we want to put maybe some money aside for an emergency fund, you know, just in case there's a break or, you know, a problem or, you know, an issue with the house that needs to be fixed. Um, we need to keep saving for that just in case there's things that come up. We might have to evict a tenant. If we have to evict a tenant, they can go two to three months in the house without paying us rent. So we have to account for that. So there's a lot of things got to be accounted for. So let's just say $500 is what we're going to net. And so per year, doing some quick math here, it's $6,000, right? 510, it's 5,000, that's $6,000, right? So $6,000 net per year is what you're going to get on that property, okay? And yes, you can be building equity depending on the market that you're in. Your equity will increase. And a lot of times people say between four and 5% per year. So, okay. So you own the property for a certain amount of time. If you sell it after five years, you're going to make some equity on top of the 6,000 that you, that you made. Okay. So that's like the overall high level view of that piece of rental property. Now, if we're doing this on a website and we can make a thousand to $1,500 per month, let's say $1,500 per month. That's our goal. We get it to $1,500 per month. Let's say that we spend $500 on writers for our site, which I think would be high, but let's just say $500 that we're going to pay people to write for our content site, right? To get the traffic. We're still left with a thousand dollars net in our pocket. All right. But if that, if that property is earning $1,500, okay. When you sell the company, you are showing people the $1,500. So you're going to get your multiple on that. And then we can sell that property for anywhere is between 45 and 55, even as high as $60,000. So our equity is going to be a lot quicker. Now, yes, we still are going to have to build this property from scratch or we can buy one, but let's just say we're building it from scratch. It's going to take time to get the content out there and get it ranked in Google and Yahoo and Bing and wherever else we're getting traffic. Okay. So it's going to take that time. But then after let's call it six to eight months, we're going to start getting some traffic. And then let's just say after a year, we get enough traffic to turn on an ad network. So it might take us a year to get to where we're going to turn on an ad network. Okay. And let's say we do, and we immediately start making 500 bucks a month, 600 bucks a month instantly right? The minute we turn that ad platform on, we let them place ads, we rent our space. We can immediately make, let's say 500 bucks right away. And then in another month or two, traffic starts to go up even more. We're now at $700. And then it goes up a little bit more. We might be at $900 and that's how it will go. And then once we keep climbing, we're starting to get momentum. We can start feeding that more and more and more and building up that traffic source. Right. But that's all that we have to do here. We don't have to manage tenants. We don't have to manage product. We don't have to do any other thing other than get content ranked and get traffic or get Pinterest or wherever we're getting traffic. We need to get traffic because that's what's going to turn the visitors into monetization, into money. Okay. And that's our rent check. Now, that's just one revenue stream, by the way. We can do affiliate marketing. We can create our own digital products. We can make an ebook. We can, um, we can rent it out to a private person that has, let's say that I'm, uh, I'm doing it on bass fishing and there's someone that has a bass fishing course that they sell. I could, I could reach out to them and say, Hey, I get 50,000 visitors a month. Do you want me to put a banner ad up for the month and, uh, I'll charge you 500 bucks. You could charge $500 for that banner space. So see, we're basically a media company really. And we're, we're just letting different, uh, businesses get in front of that traffic. Okay. And when you have a media company like AdThrive do this for you, an ad network, they're going to find all of those, 
all of those businesses, and then they're going to pay us per thousand. That's how it works. All right. So again, inside of the blueprint, that's why I'm doing this because I want to, people to understand the concept and the big idea. So hopefully I've already done that here for you, again, walking you through this. So if you've never heard that before, if you've never heard it explained like that before, that's why I'm doing this, right? That's why I'm doing this podcast episode because someone that comes in for the first time might be like, what's this digital real estate blueprint thing? Um, or inside of the book, I'll probably link out to this episode. So this way here, you can hear it more uh, in depth as far as just reading it, okay? So now let's get into, now that we understand how it works, how do we build this thing, right? How do we actually build it? All right, so let me explain it. I'm gonna go over seven different areas, okay? And the thing I want you to understand here is in the beginning, we're gonna do a little bit of extra work that we're not gonna have to do again. And I don't say extra work, it's just work that you have to do once, you won't have to repeat it. You won't have to do it again, okay? So the first thing, let's get into this. The first thing that we need to do is we need to select a niche, right? And we need to validate that it, in fact, is a good niche for this style of property, all right? It's the same thing in real estate if you're going and doing the traditional side. You're going to do some uh, validation for the area. You're going to see what the rents are. You're going to see what the school districts are like. You're going to see what the property values have done over the last five to 10 years. You're going to see, you're going to look at all of that stuff. It's the exact same thing here. Okay. We're looking at the niche. We're going to look at the numbers. Are there other sites out there that are doing what we want to do? Are they proving this niche for us? And that's all that we're doing there. All right. And again, inside of our workshop or our web class, um, I go through examples and sharing how you would do this. So again, if you're interested, make sure that you attend one of our web classes. You can head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. Um, I'll also uh, most likely mention that in our weekly email. So if you are listening to this, just go there, register, and you'll be able to go through the web class and you'll see exactly how to do this. All right. So the second part here, once we've done that, once we're good with that, now what we have to do is we need to choose the name and we need to build a simple website. And I mean a very simple website. These websites are really, really simple, like not a lot to them, okay? We just need a place to host our content that will then also get indexed by Google, Yahoo, Bing, and the search engines. So this way here we can be found. That's it. That's all that we're doing, all right? Choosing a name, uh, you just have to, Choose a name that will go within that niche and also allow yourself to possibly go into sub niches or other verticals, okay? Um, but again, that's all that we have to do in step two is choose the name and build a simple website. And guys, if you don't want to build your own website, you can just go to Fiverr and just search there and someone will build a website for probably under $25. Um, it's not that expensive. Um, a lot of resources nowadays that there weren't years ago. Um, okay, the third step here is keyword research. This is where we're going to be spending most of our time in the beginning because we need to find long tail keywords, keyword phrases that are being searched for. And we want to fill our content site with those. Can you catch bass in the winter? Can you catch bass in a pond? Can you catch bass on a silver lure? Can you catch bass in a pond, in a lake? right? All of those questions I'm going to be answering on the, the website. All right. And we want to do some research in the beginning and we can do this very easily. We can use Google auto suggest. 
It's not going to give us any numbers. Not that we really need them in the beginning because we just want to build out the site with relevant content um, and, and really let Google know what we're, what our site is about. But keyword research is going to be uh, important in the beginning, but also not to overthink it and really start just publishing questions that are being asked in that niche. So that's the third part. The fourth part is once we find, I usually like to start with 10 to 20 topics, um, then we're going to start writing the content. And if you're not going to write it yourself, you're going to hire it out. You're going to have someone else write the content. And usually we like between 1,000 and 1,500 words. All right. So we write the content. And the content is going to answer the question, all right? It's going to answer the question. And it's also going to answer uh, other questions that were related to that first question, all right? So that's number four, because we're going to write the content. The fifth thing that we're going to do is we're going to optimize and publish the content. So optimizing, meaning you're going to write the content in a way that Google will be able to see that this is a question that is being asked and you have the answer. We're going to do basic SEO stuff, search engine optimization. And there's plugins for WordPress that make this super easy. Yoast, um, Rank Math are two of the more popular ones, uh, but really just some basic optimization stuff. But the key here is to get it published, even if it's not perfect, because a piece of content that's not published is never going to get you traffic. A piece that's published that even if it's not best piece of content, but it's good. Um, it can still have a chance to rank. Okay. So that's number five, number six, and this is an easy one. We're going to start to monetize when we are at a certain level. So I like to, I like to be at at least 5,000 page views, uh, or 10,000 if you can hold out that long, but 5,000 is usually where I'd like to start. And we're going to, all we're going to do there is we are going to reach out to, uh, Ezoic. Ezoic is the one that will allow you to start running these ad networks, uh, or these ads on your site and start paying you for them, even if you don't have a lot of traffic. So Ezoic would be the first one. And then we're going to work towards getting at least 50,000 sessions. And that will turn, uh, that will allow us to turn on Mediavine or at least apply for them. Uh, so we can graduate to that. And then if we want, after we get to about a hundred thousand pages, we can apply for ad thrive, but I gotta be honest, Mediavine, I've seen a lot of great things from them and they pay out a good amount of money for your uh, traffic. So um, that's it though. But once you turn that on, it's left up to them. You don't have to manage any of it. They'll even do split testing. They'll do all kinds of things for you and very, very willing to help you. So that's the monetization piece. That's the sixth part. And then the last part here, number seven, is to maintain it and repeat steps three through five, right? Three, keyword research, four, write content, five, optimize and publish. That is it. That is the business model. That is the real estate piece. So right now I spend less than three hours per week and I'm doing it for over, uh, let's see, four, I'm doing it for five sites now, All right? So five sites are actively being built. Three of those, three, four of those are are having a good amount of content every single week created. The fifth one is more of in a seasoned, uh, meaning it's in a seasoning stage where we're just, we publish content, we're letting it get seasoned. Um, that's a whole nother topic, which we're not going to go into right now, but that's it. That's all that I do is I basically do the keyword research. And then from there, I outsource the writing and, uh, that's it. And then it's all being uploaded and optimized by my writers. That's it. So not a lot of time. So, this is a very low cost way to get to get set up, to get started, but it's also something that will take some time, but so will a piece of traditional real estate. I mean, when I did my Airbnb, 
it took us about six months to get it ready to be rented. Okay. And so you got six months, you got a mortgage payment that's, that needs to be made for those six months. So already we're starting in the red. We're not, we're not even making a profit yet. Right. How many businesses are like that? So you have to think about this like that as well. You are going to, to need to wait a little bit before we get some traffic, before we can start to monetize. Uh, but once this thing gets some momentum, it's going to be well worth it. So you have to think about it like a piece of real estate. That's why I said it's like digital real estate. It's, it's like traditional real estate. And once that thing gets rolling, it's kind of on autopilot. And that is truly going to be somewhat passive in a sense, right? The only thing you need to do is publish more content and maintain it. Like that's it. Maintaining it could be updating some plugins on WordPress. Like that's it. It's all you have to do. All right. So those are the seven steps in the blueprint. Number one, niche selection and validation. Two, choosing a name and building a simple website. Three, keyword research and starting with low competition. We can work up towards more competitive ones later. Four, write content between 1,000 and 1,500 words. Five is going to be optimizing and publishing. And then six is monetization. And that's turning on an ad network. And then seven is maintaining and then repeating steps three through five. That is it. Okay. That is it. There's nothing else that I can give you uh, in this business model that you would need to do. Okay. And the first part of this is going to take you maybe less than a week to get set up and even pick the niche if you focus on going through this process. All right. And sticking with it. And the key here is, and like anything, if you want a result, you got to, you got to number one, commit to it and you have to stay consistent. You have to stay consistent. And in this business model, staying consistent means finding good keywords and then, and then writing content and publishing. Like that is it. That is the consistency. And if you do that, you're, you have a really good chance of getting traffic and then being able to turn on an ad network like Ezoic, Mediavine or AdDrive. All right. So guys, if you want to go through and really dive a little deeper, number one, I would definitely suggest that you download a copy of the digital real estate blueprint. And you can do that by heading over to brandcreators.com forward slash blueprint. Again, that's brandcreators.com forward slash blueprint. Uh, if you want to go through this with me through my live web class, then I would recommend registering for our upcoming web class over at brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. Again, that's brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. All right. So guys, that is it. There is your digital real estate blueprint. No reason not to do it. If you're interested in doing this, I suggest that you go through those two resources I just gave you and get started and, uh, and commit to this process. And you'll be building something that eventually you could even potentially sell, right? If you get it to $1,000 per month, on that passive income, on that recurring income, number one, it's $1,000 a month. And that now is something that you could sell most likely for over thirty-five dollars to $40,000, probably even more, depending on how the site has been built and the type of content that's on there. But usually we're looking at a 30 to a 45 times multiple. So again, if it's $1,000 per month, you got 40X for it, a 40X multiple, that'd be $40,000. So it's something that we're building for a monthly income, but also something that we potentially could sell. So just think about that. It's pretty awesome. There's your digital real estate blueprint. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's go get them. 
So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.